Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode two of Agree to Disagree. I am Bobby Shortle. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping over you. You are. Thanks a lot, Justin. You're how many, welcome. How many podcasts have you done? Well, you. I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm Justin Townsend. Thanks for watching. <laughs> I was going to toss it over to you, and you just started talking right over me. Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. So, uh, yeah, we're back for another episode of Agree to Disagree. Um, so, this week... We have really big news that, that that sort of came out just, uh, was it two days ago at this point, I think? Yes. Uh, Giant Bomb uh, broke a story about a, a, the rumored like PlayStation 4.5, which is codenamed the PlayStation Neo. And, and they have specs and they have sort of developer documents and missives from Sony to developers on what they can and cannot do with this stuff. And, uh, you know, the whole basis of the show is not obviously not to be like a news forward show but this was too big i think not to talk about you not can't wait um over a week to talk about it on, on the next time you guys do uh the regular talking games show so we figured we, we should talk about it but we also have a conversation to have about the whole thing which we we had a couple like a month ago or so yes on twitter um we'll try to recreate that for you in in, in some basically i still have the whole conversation on my phone we could just read our lines back and forth <laughs> like a script we'll, we'll print it out like a script so everyone can everyone can read it but so you have the uh, Giant Bomb article open in front of you. I do. Um, so do you want to kind of run through some some bullet points? I don't want to get anything totally wrong. But. Sure. Um, well, basically, the story had uh, it was leaked or rumored, uh, I say like, like six, seven weeks ago, mm. that uh, PlayStation was working on a new console, like a 0.5 update to PlayStation 4. Uh, this is at uh, GDC, um, where the leaks were from listening to people, listening to developers online for getting food you know reporters were over i think it was like a taco uh Kesa mcdonald had overheard uh like two developers talking about like a new playstation console and that and a couple of other poor uh, reports were you know put together and the, i think it was patrick klepik who had said like oh you know there's supposedly a new console in the works and since then we've been getting like drips and drabs of information you know uncon unconfirmed sources say this or this so Giant Bomb really got the scoop this week. It looks like they got uh, a hold of uh, internal documents from Sony to developers about uh, the console itself and its codename, Neo, which, of course, all video game websites are putting up the picture of Neo stopping the bullets and from it does, the Matrix Reloaded. Obviously, does tie in with uh, the codename for the VR headset, which is Morpheus. Morpheus. Yeah. Oh, God, I didn't even put those two together. <laughs> they should. I don't understand why they don't just use codenames and then actually keep them for the consoles. <laughs> Which which very much does right uh, lend to the fact that this is developed partly so that uh, the VR stuff can run um, better than than on the uh, the base unit. Yeah, you uh, think they we would think that. Unfortunately, in this article here, which we're going to just highlight some of the things from, they don't mention the VR thing at all. They they have one blip about it where Sony says to the developers, "There's a lot of lot of do's and don'ts." They say to developers about yeah. this thing, which is that you you can't have if you have VR in your game, it has to be on both. You can't you can't just be VR only on the Neo on the Neo, on yeah. the Neo system. And that's we're gonna hear a lot of those things in this in in, in this, this these documents from Sony. A lot of people were speculating, and this could still be the case. We don't know uh, that you know when the PlayStation VR comes out, it includes a breakout box um, and a lot of uh, external things that have to plug into your PlayStation Four. And a lot of people were speculating. That if this console was real, that Sony would just throw all that stuff inside the box, which would make a ton of sense. It still could happen, but we don't know yet. So here, I'm going to go over some of the like the highlighted stuff here. Um, 
Uh, no price so far. Previous reports indicate that it would be three ninety nine, but nothing concrete here because this is just coming out to developers. Right. Um, now I'm not the most technically savvy person in the world, so I'm going to read, and people who are you know more technically savvy will understand what it means. Uh, but the Neo will feature a higher clock speed than the original PS4, an improved GPU, higher bandwidth on the memory. Um, the hard drive is the same in, as the original PlayStation 4, but it could have uh, a higher capacity or connection speed. It doesn't; they haven't said if it will or won't yet. Um, this is something that you and I talked about way long ago when we were even speculating if this was ever going to be a thing. It will run in two separate modes, so mm. where developers are required to run their games uh, and, and basically they're a base mode and a neo mode. Uh, and then it will be up to the user, I guess, to select which one. No, no? that's no, that's not true. So okay. th- this is the, this is the one part where you were wrong about this, <laughs> and because we t- what we talked about before, um, in sort of the theoretical nature was you were like, well, it's just like they'll have two settings, like a low setting and a high setting, and you can choose which one at, at the menu depending on which PlayStation Four y- you might have. Um, and I had said right that it, that that seems like that's going against what consoles are sort of bred to do, which is just here you go. You pop in the disc and it just goes and and we have a good time, right? We, we we're playing video games. That's still gonna happen, and because uh, from what I heard and what I know, uh, you can't choose what mode you're running. If you have a Neo, the game is gonna is gonna detect you have the Neo, okay. and it's just going to run in that mode. There's no there's not gonna be any uh, consumer facing stuff to tell you this is what it is or what it's not. Okay. So, um, and along with that comes the fact that if if the game is more buggy in Neo mode because it's different, slightly different hardware, because you would assume that these developers are going to be developing for the biggest install base, which would be the 40 million PS4s base units that are out there. Um, if you know, so there's, so there might be some, we don't know, we don't know how good their quality control is going to be. There might be some bugs leading into this, uh, this new system. If you're having bugs with your Neo version, you can't go back to the, PS. Can't go back to base. Can't go back to base. You have to run it in, in Neo mode. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's good for them. Um, and we should mention this as well. That the, the, this entire article here, the whole purpose that Sony was trying to convey to developers was you cannot sp- split the user base at right. all. Yeah. Um, there, you can't lock original PS4 players out or base PS4 players out from playing with Neo players. You can't create DLC for Neo players that you won't be able to play on base. Uh, it's basically going to be the same version of the game. Uh, just uh, the article goes on to say that games running in Neo mode will be able to use uh, these additional hardware upgrades and an additional 5.2 uh, MIB in the memory budget uh, to offer increased and more stable frame rate and higher visual fidelity. Uh, at least when those games are run at 1080p on HDTVs, the Neo will also support, uh, support 4K image output, but games themselves are not required to be 4K native. So it'll look nicer and probably run a bit better on this Neo version, but it's going to be like pretty much the same versions of the games. They can't do anything different. Right. The only thing they can do different, they said, was anything um, online 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 multiplayer can't be different. So you can't have, oh, this is, you know, the Neo-only lobby, and it can have, you know... 56 players instead of you know 28 players or, or or whatever in it you can't do that but you can do if if you have a local multiplayer mode in your game on both inside those modes it can be different so it, it, let's say you have call of duty let's say um and you can play two player split screen co-op uh offline offline 
on your on your base unit. You could then do four player split screen co-op in the neo mode because it can it can run it can push more can push more power than than the lower mode because you're not it's not interfacing with another with with a base console. Yeah. Anytime the two consoles have to interact at all, the, it have everything has to be a complete parody and you can't you couldn't have let's say Call of Duty Black Ops, you know, 4 or whatever couldn't have a local multiplayer mode in the neo version and then none in the in the base in version. The base version. The, the mode has to exist. Same thing with the, like it's the same thing in meaning as the VR thing. You can't not have a VR mode in your base if you're going to have a VR mode in the Neo version. So yeah, so they 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 seem to be striving hard to try to make sure they're not splitting up th- their user base. And they said that there won't be anything like you know sometimes if you get uh, a game it'll be like oh you pre-ordered this you get in like special bonus this gun or this car or mm-hmm. this armor set. There'll never be anything that's unique to the Neo. It's, right, it's yes. going to be the same if you pre-order the game on both versions. But you know, basically, what we're talking about with this newer console is it's got better, it's got better guts on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the GPU, from what I understand, is, is a big bump up. Uh, but it even then, I mean, listening to more technical podcasts, I was listening to the Giant Bombcast when they were talking about it, and uh, it's still held in check by the other restrictions that the system has. It's not like they're increasing the memory. You may fr- it may free up a little bit of space here or there. And basically, for those those things that we're talking about, is like okay, you might get a you might get a more stable frame rate, you might get uh, the graphics might look a bit better, and I'm sure on certain games they'll look a lot better. Uh, but it's it's nothing, nothing. I, I don't think anything like huge. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem giant. Like you said, the, the GPU is much better. Uh, the CPU is uh, has a higher uh, clock rate than the CPU in the, the base unit of the PS4. 1.6 to 2.1. To 2.1. Um, and, uh, and the memory is exactly the same, except, and this is getting way more, like, these are, I'm going to say something that I don't really, I don't really know how it works behind the scenes. I just know this is what they said. Uh, more of the memory bandwidth in the RAM is going to be open to use for developers. Um, because before it was constrained um, because of uh, you know uses for with other things, but they're going to be opening up. I think it's better quality RAM that's in it now, so it's a different it's a different class of RAM. But same, I think it's still eight, so it's not it's not increasing the the RAM in in the machine uh, by any sort of uh, a stretch of the imagination. Um, and again, we won't know right what this is going to mean from game to game uh, from here on out. You know, you we can speculate about looking at games that have already come out about how this could make those games work better. You know, slower, uh, faster load times in Bloodborne. Let's say maybe, oh God, yeah, maybe a a, a, a more stable frame rate. Um, you know, uh, in some of the bigger boss battles and stuff like that. And they also were talking about on the Bombcast. They were talking about a uh, game streaming. Like you'll be able to stream your games at sixty frames a second, right? Yeah, and things like that, which would be helpful to people who like doing that. Yeah, I, I would hope. I mean, one of the things about the PS4 streaming is that it's gotten much better since it started. Yeah. But the output it gives, like to Twitch, is still not great. Like no. it's it's technically 720p, but it's a very low bit rate 720p. Yeah, I've watched some of my streams after they were done, and it was like that is not what my TV looks like. That I mean, it it, it looks okay. Like yeah. it's it's certainly passable on smaller screens. Mm. Larger screens, no way. Yeah, no. So hopefully they can. Inc- I don't know if that's just a a, a a PS4. I don't know. I don't know if that's anything to do with the. With the internal sort of speed of PS4 and more just like its internet and, and how it's deciding to meter that stuff out. Well, but the PS4's network card is garbage. Yeah, yeah, it is hot garbage. Sony is is notorious for for doing stuff like that. It takes forever. I down I went to download 
that was that PS Plus game, the Rogue, the Dead Star, Dead, Dead Star, yeah. Dead Star. It's not a very big game. No, it took forever to download. I downloaded Dark Souls Three on my PC, which is like a forty gig game in like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was trying to download a patch for Smite the other night, and it was seven point five gigs, mm. and it took like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, and I have like pretty decent internet speed, and it still took forever. Mm. Uh, so. The big thing about this, right, and they talked about it, is, is the is the, the 4K yes. stuff, which is it's it, it a big part of it. And I think it's important for people who, you know, aren't digging into these spec sheets and aren't reading deep into the articles and are just hearing these reports coming out on 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 various sites that the 4K thing is, you know, first of all, it's going to be able to play movies at a, at a, at a native 4K resolution, um, which is a big push for Sony as a technology company right now. They, their 4K TVs are coming out. Their 4K Blu-ray players are coming out. So Yeah, 4K TVs are actually becoming, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where affordable? You can buy, affordable, affordable, where you can yes. buy them. Yeah, they're, 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 the price differences are becoming very negligible. And I know Sony is basically thinking like they... When I worked at Best Buy when I was younger, that there was a big thing when the TV managers always like, okay, we need to sell these TVs before this season is over because this is the last season where we're going to make a lot of money on, on these TVs. And there's always that branch before it becomes just like, okay, now I can walk into Target and buy a 70-inch TV for $400. You know, then yeah. those are going there very quickly. So this feels like the last holiday season where things are affordable, but Sony can still make money off of the, the 4K stuff, a big profit. So they're pushing it hard. Um and this thing will be able to output in, in, in 4K. So basically when you plug it into your television, it'll say, okay, yeah, we see there's a 4K thing here and we, we can we can output into that resolution. Um, you know, So for video content, stuff like that, you're going to get probably native 4K stuff. That's not obviously pushing any sort of graphics processor or anything like that. For games though, you're, I can't imagine unless it's a, maybe some sort of like indie game stuff that they'll be able to push that because it's not being intensive on other stuff. You know, so maybe two, some 2D, you know, just very pretty art uh, yes. indie games will be able to push a, a native 4K resolution. But when you're, if you're look, if you're thinking that you're going to be getting, you know, uh, Uncharted 4 running in a native 4K resolution, it's just it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen for a, a long time. Yeah, you before need a, consoles get there. Yeah, you need a really beefy video card in a PC to run 4K. Um, you're talking minimums, probably seven hundred dollars just for the video card. In, in a PC to run. And that could probably only run it at 30 frames a second. Yeah, right so now. you're not getting anything in 4K 60. So you're going to be getting what, you know, and, and I don't know if people know this about like the PS3 and, and the Xbox 360. Uh, they are not, they, games didn't really run natively in, in 1080 on those systems at all. Um, you're probably topping out around 720, maybe getting up a little higher than that into the 800s or 900s, but the PS3 especially had an upscaler in it that forced everything to 1080 um, no matter what. Uh, and that's just, you know, technology under the hood that basically moves it from one resolution to another and and does some post effects on it to make it not look shitty on uh, on that bigger resolution. Because if you took a nine, if you took a 1080 signal and just blew it up on a 4K TV, it's going to look it's still going to look good, but it's not going to look great. You know, it's going to it's going to look artifacty. It's going to you're going to see the sort of the the warts on, on the image and this is meant to make those warts less it's like when you put a dvd in the ps3 and it would ex at you know output it at 1080 it was doing some upscaling magic behind the scenes to make that 480 thing 1080 and still look okay look passable that's what this is going to be doing i think it will do like the way you described it 
the the 1080 games are going to look great on a 4K. Oh, they it's, will. They yeah. look great. Saying the stuff like they're going to, they'll, they'll still be warts on it. Like, yeah, it's not, if you go into like the Sony store and stare at an 80 inch 4K TV outputting beautiful images at 4K, it's, it's not going to look like that. But it's still going to look great. Yeah, sorry. I'm I, What I was saying is if you didn't have the 4K upscaler mm. and you plugged in a, a regular yes, PlayStation yes, yes. 4 into your 4K TV and it was taking a 1080 image and, and blowing it up, blowing it up to okay. the 4K without the help of a scaler, it would look really, yeah. really grainy. With, with the help of a scaler, Sony's very good at this kind of technology. So it's going to look good. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look nice. Um, how much this is a big deal to anyone... I don't know. Sony has sort of has a habit of putting a lot of time and money behind technologies, and sometimes it works out for them, and other times it really doesn't. So I don't know which of those two things this is going to end up being. Another thing to notice uh, or to note here is that when those games are scaled up to 4K, uh, in this note to developers, Sony's not bending on frame rate. Yeah. So if your frame rate, let's just say, is 60 on the you know the base ps4 then it has to match 60 on the neo version yeah. of the game if it's 30 you know it, it, it cannot be less than the base version yeah it, it can be more obviously but it can't be less yeah yeah they're not going to they're not going to let it um they're not going to let it they're being very careful about this because i think they know that there is they're going to be under a lot of scrutiny when this announcement they're already under a ton of scrutiny right but when they made these documents they didn't know they'd be showing up on the internet yeah that that it kind of this early i think it was funny on giant bomb they said uh, jeff on giant bomb was like well i imagine they're going to talk about this at e3 this year whether they ever plan to or not this is definitely going to be something they talk about um it's one of those things too where we've heard this is, it's funny because we started out hearing the rumors about the xbox thing before we ever heard anything about this ps4.5 4k thing not not long after Phil Spencer talked about possibly a kind of a middle range Xbox, we heard rumors of this, and then we have confirmation on this, and we, we don't have, we haven't heard anything Nothing. else about Microsoft. Nope. Um, it, it makes me wonder how far along whatever Phil Spencer was talking about is. You wonder if it was in reaction to knowing. Maybe yeah. Maybe if I get out in front of this thing, we could get like we can get the headlines, we can get some positive buzz generating about this, like knowing that oh my god, Sony is way far along in this. Yeah, absolutely. I have I have no idea, but it's it's a very interesting thing. So, I think I think we pretty much hit all of the major points that 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 are out there about it. Uh, you know, again, Sony made it very clear in these things that they're make they're trying not to segment the user base in every sort of way possible. Maybe to the detriment of of whatever they're trying to do whatever they're trying to do with the neo but this is a very new thing for for console people so i'm 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 wondering if they're just being very careful about hedging their bets on whatever's going on um i I think obviously something coming out like this it's not a it's not corporate messaging it's not a a giant multi-billion dollar conglomerate with their pr machine running at full steam this machine this this stuff got out there it gets reported by one site very thoroughly and i i I recommend anybody to go read the Giant Bomb article because it's very thorough and very interesting. Um, Austin Walker r- r- wrote that. Uh, and it's picked up by various sites, some reporting on it very in-depth, others just reposting headlines and little snippets. And so I think people have gotten maybe the wrong picture of what this thing is. Um, and we did get some feedback from people. And I, I just want to go through some of the feedback and maybe we can either talk about what they talked about or quell any maybe misunderstandings they might have um so um so this is from uh 
this guy. I don't know this guy. It's uh, at dead underscore anchorus. Weird name. Weird, weird name. Uh, he says, unfortunately, I'm not a fan of 4K resolution in the least. Perhaps it's different for gaming as opposed to film, but still, I'm comfortable where I am for now. I, oops. I don't even have a 4K TV, so I'll pass on this until further down the road. Um, so I just, uh, uh, speaking about uh, 4K resolution and not being a fan of it, I think it's important to separate two things from another. 4K resolution is not the same as a faster frame rate in, in, in film. So the Hobbit movies or whatever were, were shot at 60 frames a second or 90 frames a second, and you get that very um, the BBC-like, like, uh, you know, video, looks, video look. Yeah, it looks like you're there. Yeah, it looks like it, you're there. It looks like you're on the set. It, it, it loses that movie shine. Yeah, exactly. Um, very different. I mean, even putting aside that, 4K is different. 4K is just a higher resolution. Yeah. And in fact, movies are shown in 4K already. Like when you're seeing a movie, a film projection is over 4K. Yeah. So you're already looking at the resolution that high because think about how big that fucking screen is. It, you know, you have to imagine how much resolution it's pushing. And actually film itself is, is like 8 K basically. Yeah. I mean, if you're shooting on real film, it's basically infinite because we're not talking about pixels when it comes to comes to film. And I'm sure someone can correct me on that, but it, it's it's a it's a very big image, and you're always shrinking down at this point. You know, right now a, a Blu-ray you watch at 1080 is you know four times less fidelis than uh, if you go see it in a movie theater. So that's already there. It's not the same thing as high frame rate, but in games it's a totally different story because high frame rate in games is sort of like the what everybody wants. God, yes. You know, you want to look, you want to be fast. You want it to be sharp. You want things running at sixty. Smite just went from thirty to, and they just on console they enabled sixty frames a second. And mm. the difference is like, I you know if I brought my dad in here, would he be able to tell the difference? No, but he doesn't play video games twenty four seven. Right. So the difference just in the way the sharpness of the screen, the the way that the character moves, it just it, it's just like it's like wiping a layer of dust off to me. Yeah. So yeah. Totally. 60 frames a second on everything is great. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, too, and Steve mentioned that having a 4K TV, and I think that's going to be a lot of people's reaction to this until Sony gets out there and starts talking about the other benefits of, of this thing. If there are many more, we still don't know how well developers are going to be able to take you know, use of this new power, but there's going to be more than just it exports in 4K. Like we said, the GPU is much more powerful, and you might get games that run better than they do in, in regular mode. You might be able to get a game like, you know, I'm trying to think of Destiny, mm-hmm. when, which is a, a lock at 30 frames a second, you might be able to push it to 60. Exactly. Maybe you get you can iron out some of those bugs in something like Fallout 4 on, on the console, you know, stuff like that. So that stuff might be easier to deal with because you, when you throw more power at something, you can often fix problems without a lot of of going back in and, and fixing stuff. Um, and the one thing too we should say, I don't know, if, I don't know, I don't think we said this, but Sony has said that every game released after October has to have a Neo mode. Yes. Um, and anything released in late September has to have a day one patch. To that, push it to Neo mode. No, no, anything before that, it's up to developers' discretion whether or not they want to make one. They can go back and patch in. Like Bloodborne could be patched in with yeah. a Neo mode or Uncharted 4, for instance. Which will be. be. Uncharted 4 yeah, will Uncharted, be. When they get on stage, they're definitely showing Uncharted 4 running at the higher frame rate. Yeah. Um, uh, so you'll see that. Okay, so we have Luciano, who's at the Arctic Beast, says, as someone who has been considering a PS4, I'd like them to come out and announce something official uh, regarding price, release, etc. Um, with all the, all the unofficial stuff, it's time for Sony to make an announcement soon. Um, he's also said, looking forward to episode two of Agree to Disagree. Keep it civil, boys. That's what he said. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, they weren't expecting this to get out there like this, and and. I don't know how quickly they're going to react to giving a price or, or a release date. But at this point, they can no longer say we don't comment on rumors and speculation because yeah. they're not rumors or speculation anymore. 
Um, I think you're gonna like what they said in the article. I think you're gonna get it at three. I think you're gonna get it at three ninety nine. You're gonna get it at the 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 launch price point of the original PS4. Do you think they dropped the price of the original? Yeah, absolutely. I th- what is it at now? I think three fifty. Three fifty or is it two ninety nine? I don't. I don't. I don't know. think it's two ninety nine. Okay. I think Xbox dropped to two ninety nine. They did. They definitely did. Um. So I think maybe that goes to two ninety nine. Maybe it goes to two fifty. Um. And and you run the other one at at four hundred. Uh. And I also they want to get rid of the all the ones they are. The, the base mode ones, they don't want to keep those around for any longer than they have to, so lowering the price gets those at the door much faster. I think the article did say, though, that they aren't, they're not stopping development on the base PS4. That mm. They're going to they're gonna keep it they're gonna keep it going and have these two running side by side. Not Yeah, not yet. I, who knows? A couple of years from now, I, I, I would expect... Well, I mean, we'll get, we'll get to what we think of this and what we think that what this means for the future, mm. but as far as I know, the, I mean, yeah, they're going to be trying to get rid of their stock PS, you know, whatever's on the shelves right now uh, to clear out space for the new ones, but I still think they're going to be making the old ones for a while. Probably. I mean, who, who knows how many they already have sort of stocked up? We, we don't know. Because um, obviously they still have to keep making them because we have, I don't think you're seeing this thing until 2017. Really? Probably. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, if they're having them develop for October already, I would think holiday. Yeah, I mean... I think that too, but they. I think in that document, it specifically said like, come, these will come out in, in advance of whenever the Neo comes out. And I think that article um, also theorizes possibly 2017 for for the release date of 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 the system itself. Um, so uh, other one, uh, Jeff Beaton says, I couldn't care less. I'll continue to enjoy my PS4 either way. If I ever get a 4K TV, then I consider a new console. Um, Hulk Beast, who's at Greggy90, says, I think it's not the time as 4K TVs are too niche at the moment. I'm comfortable with my current PS4 capabilities. Uh, Cody Tietrich, says, who's at Comic Book Cody, says, it's the same thing to me as when Xbox 360 got the Elite tag. Sucks for people who just bought a PS4. Cool for those who have waited. Not important to me because I own a PS4. Um, so uh, I think that's an important distinction, too, that we can talk about. I, I see where Cody is coming from. But it's a way different thing, I think, than the, the Elite tag. Because the Elite tag, bigger hard drive, and you got the first thing you got an HDMI port in there, which changes obviously your display options, but you could still do 1080p. There, there, there is ways you could make the regular base model Xbox 360, the vanilla one from launch, do all the things the Elite did except for the HDMI yeah. stuff. So it, it didn't change the, the the processing power of of the internal machine. You know, this is this is changing this is like upgrading your PC. You know, this is like putting new some new parts in it to make it run the same games better. So that's a little bit different. The Elite didn't run games any better than the um, the original did, except it didn't red ring as much. That's really the only the only thing. Um uh, Kilo Ren uh, at Kelsimus says, I haven't really heard that much about 4K resolution from a public perspective. Interesting they would make it a platform for something not yet popular to the masses. Uh, Jesse Martinez, who's at uh, Bull Twitter, says, The Neo is like Iron Man in Civil War. No one is on his side, but you, ca- you gotta love that tech. <laughs> um, and uh, our, 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 our fellow talking games people were very big on, on responding to this uh, this tweet. I know. Uh, I'm chucked. Says this feels like the rest of Sony trying to dip their hands in the in the PlayStation brand, um, an entry point towards a Sony 4K TV and a 4K Blu-rays. In the end, it hurts the gamer. Uh, so, uh, so um, yeah. So let's talk about that. I think that's a good place for us to kind of move off facts and, and talk a little bit about 
um, how we feel about this thing. So Justin, do you feel like this hurts the the gamer in in any way? No, I don't, because the user bases aren't being split, mm. and if there is no uh, if there's no downside to keeping your original PlayStation 4, then I don't feel like this is a big deal. And I feel that way because I've always wanted this. I've always wanted PlayStation or Xbox to launch with like two versions at, at, at you know, two different versions of their console at launch. I, you know, like a, a regular version and a like elite or superior or whatever silly code name they want to use for it, where it has, you know, more beefy stuff on the inside of the console that can make games run at a higher frame rate or, you know, better graphic fidelity, you know, make the thing, the thing look, look nicer, run nicer, whatever. And I would pay, I would pay twice what I would pay for the original console to have that stuff. That's just the way I've, I've always felt. Uh, so it seems like they're, might be moving in that direction. I mean, this is, this is huge for consoles. They've, they've never done anything like this. Um, so as long as the, the user base doesn't get split and that there is no, you know, huge advantage or any you know, any real advantages aside from you know the way the, the games look and run uh to to having this thing like i don't i don't really feel like there's much to get up in arms about i'm not even 100 percent positive looking at this thing like i'm not 100 positive i'm even gonna get one i'd have to see it running and then see how the games look to really decide but it, you know it's all about price point and stuff like that but for me it's it doesn't seem like a huge deal like mm-hmm. it, moving forward this becomes a big deal but like this particular this particular console coming out in the next year or so, it's like, all right, well, let, let, let's see what happens after that. That's when I think things could really get moving. What about you? What do you think? So I think it does hurt a little bit. And, and I think the idea that there is no negligible difference between between you being able to say, oh, I have the PS4 Neo and my game looks and runs like this and I, I'm sitting there being like, I had the PS4 regular, my game runs like shit. You know, like there, there is there is a difference there and there is going to, you're going to build in, because some people can't afford to go out and buy another $400 box, you know? But nobody's saying that they have to. No, but you are telling that now you're, now you're the lower, now you're the lower class PS4 owner. But, but go ahead, go ahead. Because there are rules here that say the Neo can't run worse than the regular, but there's nothing that says the regular version has to run well. Now, this is where quality control comes into play. Yeah, but PS, but they've proven over the years that they don't give a shit. As long as the game, you can put the game in and it can run, that's their quality control. You know, if a game can run, a game can dip down to five frames a second in, in bad places, and it's still going to pass cert. So, you know, as long as it's not going to destroy your system, they're going to let it go through, they're going to let it go through cert. And so I feel like, let's just say, you know, this is a very hypothetical thing, but let's say Elder Scrolls Six comes out, okay? And on the PS4 Neo, runs at a solid frame rate, looks good, not, no significant crash bugs, you know, go, goes pretty well. No, no more than, you know, no more than like the PC version of the game has, let's say. Okay. Then the PS4 base version comes out and... The frame rate dips from 24 to 15, up back up to 24, down to you know down to eight. You know it's crashing all the time. Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, oh, what version? You got? I got the PS4 version. I got the PS4 version, but mine runs great and yours runs like shit. You know, and then you have whether they, the, all these things they put in place, they have cut the user base in half, and 
and there are some parallels, right, to something like a phone or something like that or an iPad where it's like a new one comes out every year. Like that's just the way it goes. But the but the interface time you spend with your phone is way different than the interface time you spend with a console. So it's not an everyday use thing. So if you're you're going to decide that every couple of years you're going to put out a new $500, $400 box and it's going to run way better than the one that came out before it, then you're going to start pissing off the people who bought the PS4 because that's what the way consoles were. Consoles where you bought it once and you had it until the next one came out. And then, then it was up to you. If you wanted to go to the next one, that was up to you because that was the whole new architecture. That was going to be the new thing. It was not like when PS4 came out, Sony was like, PS4 is out. In a couple of years, we're going to do a refresh on it and we're going to, we're, it's going to be better. So just so you know, you know, they didn't do that. We all bought our PS4s and you and I bought them right at the start, you know? So we've had a couple of good years playing this thing has been great. Somebody who bought it like this week, somebody could have bought a PS4 that day, come home, read that story. And it's like, what the fuck? You know, like now I don't have the thing that's going to, that's going to be the best uh, uh, of this PlayStation stuff. I, I think that does create a divide between user bases, no matter what they do. And, and I appreciate the stuff that they're, they're talking about in this, in these documents saying you can't, you can't have modes that are exclusive to one. You, you have to, you have to run on both to this, you have to do that. But, but, and I, and I think that for the, for the beginning of this whole thing, it's going to be fine because I think that no developer is going to develop for a machine that they don't know how many people are going to have. So unless it's really easy to develop on the higher end and scale down, which I hope, hopefully Sony is doing that or, or it's not going to incentivize anybody to develop high, they're going to develop for the base mode and upscale to the, to the Neo mode in whatever way or just put out the same game. You know, And as long as it runs the same, they, they're fine. Uh, so I think at the beginning it'll be fine, but you get maybe a year in, and let's say this thing does sell pretty well, then all of a sudden you know there's going to be a game that comes out that people are going to be people are going to be pissed because it's going to run like shit on one and run well on the other. All right, so let's talk about the future then, right? Yeah. So then you have three. By the time this thing comes, theoretically comes out, we're talking about over three years probably since the launch of the PlayStation Three. Yep. Uh, excuse me, four. So three years later, they do an update to whatever they're going to call this thing. Let's just say they're going to call it 4.5. Mm-hmm. And three years after that, they're going to go to what? Right? So he, there's your six-year life cycle. There's your console. I mean, that's the thing is, you, you mentioned it before, phones, tablets, we are in an every-year cycle with those things, right? And those are everyday uses. Mm-hmm. I don't think an iPad is an everyday use. It doesn't have to, you know. It doesn't have to be, but a lot of people, but people use it like, like they use a phone. Like some people, some people will come home, and they'll like I'll sit there on the couch on my phone and looking at my phone. Some people do that with with their iPad. But for the same amount of well, not the same probably not the same amount of people, but a very good amount of people come home and they sit down in front of their console and they use it as a Netflix a Netflix a Netflix machine. They use it to stream movies. They use it to play games. There are a ton of people who probably keep. I mean, their Xbox the Xbox is an all in one device, right? Where it's supposed to be the center of your living room. So like consoles are like kind of starting to trend in that direction anyway. Yeah, but the di- the difference is though like. Like let's say my communications device, like my phone, like I have it with me twenty four hours a day. I'm constantly using it. It it it, it, it it's for better or worse like a central part of, of my everyday yeah, of every moment behavior. Yes, I play video games and I'll play. I'll spend a couple of hours playing video games, usually a day. Um, and yes, I'll watch Netflix on my PS4 or my Xbox One, but I can watch Netflix anywhere on anything. You know, so I, I there's Netflix built into my television. You know, so it's like I, I, I have, I literally have. I think I don't know if there's any device that outputs video 
in my apartment that doesn't also have Netflix on it. Okay, true. That's a fair point. You know, I can go buy a Roku box for $50 and get all of that stuff. So I, I think like that, you know, that stuff, I feel like, yes, you can do that stuff on your, on your, on your, your PlayStation or on your Xbox, but that's not a selling point for, for those things. Yeah. But for some people though, they might not have all those devices. They like, yeah. they, they might just use this as their own, like their uh, their only device. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, like these are hypo- hypothetical things. But for me, every other aspect of technology is in an arms race for like better, faster, newer, right now. Uh, I mean, especially with phones and stuff. Now, phones, fine. You want to take phones out of the conversation because that's like an extension of self is your phone. I have no problem with the console cycle becoming a faster turnaround. I don't want another PS3. I don't want to play on the same architecture for the next eight years. I I do not want that. And I'm sure that there are tons of people who are like, you know, like this is the amount of money that I have and I bought it and like that's what I want. But the, the way that the technology is moving now, it's almost like it that's becoming I'm trying to think of the right wording here. It's becoming like that. That is an outdated idea that 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 purists on the, for the console are holding on to. But it's like I don't want that. I want the next thing. That is what my entire life has been about with technology. Is I don't want last year's model of TV. I want this year's model of TV. I don't want an iPhone six. I want an iPhone seven. So like that is the way that we are all being trained to view this stuff. So for me, like okay. I might not get the PS4.5, and Sony is already saying, like, we don't know if there's going to be a PlayStation 5, which leads into the, the discussion is, this is going to be their new thing coming out. But Sony has never said they don't know if there's going to be a PlayStation 5. Sure. Well, no, actually, Sh- uh, uh, Shuhei Yoshida today, they, uh, I forget who was talking to him, one of the, the, one of the outlets, and they were like, well, when PlayStation 5 comes out, and he's like, well, that's an if right now. Well, yeah. yeah. Yes, but they also, but if they're going to head and do this... Then what's to say, like, what's to stop them from now PlayStation point four point five then becomes, all right, so sure, like PlayStation five, PlayStation five point five, PlayStation six, six point five, and moving forward. So I might not grab, like, let's just say, like, I don't grab this one, right? Well, if this same cycle holds true three years forward, they can introduce another console. Well, then I've had six years with my PlayStation four, which is what we had before. The PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 were abnormally long life cycles, seven, eight years. And at the end, everyone was saying, like, come on, we've really got to move forward here. It's always been about five or six years in between console launches. Mm-hmm. So, like, then, all right, so then you don't pick up the one in the middle and you get the next one. Or for the, or for the people who are truly dedicated and truly, like, this is very important to me, like, I want the, the best thing sooner, faster, then you could pick up this one in between. That's that's a very good thing to say if the games that are coming out on the system you have don't start suffering. Yes, but you you were saying like I'm sure for in the beginning it's going to run fine. Mm-hmm. And then a year, two years later, yes, maybe there'll, there'll be a game where it's going to run it's it's not going to run as well. But at the same time, this isn't the sell. This isn't where something where uh the, the the PlayStation 3 developers had to sit there and really think about like the best way to use the sell and it took them 7 or 8 years to really figure it out. Like the this is where we're using PC architecture. So I lost my point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, we're, we're, we're going around in circles and I kind of lost my point there, but I was saying, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and you brought up something else, which is a whole nother agree to disagree episode. But if for me, it's like, it's not about staying to where things have always been. That's not what it's about, but it's about the fact that Sony, and this is always going to be the problem when you do it, when you're the first to, well, first one to do it. 
And we don't know. There might be a trade-in program. There might be something that happens. I don't think there's going to be. Well, but someone will do a trade-in program. Oh, GameStop yeah. Like a GameStop will do a trade-in yeah, yeah, program yeah. for sure. But whatever it is, whatever whatever they – and you know whatever it ends up being, there might be an easy way for me who has a PS4 to be like, okay – I trade this in and maybe I had spend $150 to get the new one or something like that, you know? But when you're the first person to do something like this, you're going to have people feeling like you lied to me. That's what they're going to feel like because up until this point, it was always done the same way. There was never any there was never any half steps like this. You know, there was, there's been half steps in the handheld market a bunch of times. Um, but um, and I think John Bombay has brought this up, the idea of like the Hyrule Warriors on the on 3DS thing that happened this year, which was that on the base model 3DS, it ran like shit. And it would only really run well on the new 3DS. So when you're running those problems, you're going to start making people angry. And whether or not, you're, however your business goes, if you start losing hearts and minds, the next time there's something that, there is a big refresh, where it is like, okay, we're we're clearing the decks and now it's like, let's go. You're gonna end up being where you were the last time, which is too cocky and and too much. Like people are gonna follow us wherever we're gonna go, and you're gonna lose it again. And then you're gonna to have to spend the next six years scrapping through and figure out a way to get it back the next time around, and hoping the person who took it back from you d- makes the same mistake you made the last time around. And I just think that Sony needs to be careful with the way they message this thing because, to me, I just think that if you want to be newest, latest, best then get a fucking PC and put a new video card in it every year. You know, like that, like that, you're never, these things are never going to be the newest, latest, best. No, but they're always going to be two years ago. Good. Like that's what they're always going to be because they they need to be affordable enough for you to walk into a store, spend $400 and get something that can run games. Yes. But two years ago, good is still a giant leap for consoles. Yeah. But even, but looking at this thing though, Except for the GPU, which apparently like we can't even parse it because these aren't like this isn't like we're putting a you know a Nvidia an Nvidia you know 980 in this thing. It's like it's this custom AMD you know CPU GPU mesh thing that like we I I, I it's just a bunch of like two point megahertz blah blah blah. I don't understand the technical parts of it, but it's not like you're saying like okay we're going from a PS4 to like what a PS5 would be. Here you're going from like PS4 and and they're not even saying it will. Maybe it'll run things faster. Maybe it'll run things more solid. And I just think it's a, it's a very big risk for Sony to do if if it's going to be the like this half measure they're talking about. But in the same breath, you're saying that if it's if if this is going to be like a half step and a half step forward, and the architecture isn't really changing that much mm. then what's the big worry but see i don't the thing is like we say that but we're saying this from like a very like untechnical place like it, when it comes to develop developing things it's like one little thing changing can set off a chain of events that can ruin you know st- things you've set in place because if you're building towards a specific architecture changing the architecture no matter how slightly it's going to change the way your game interfaces with the, the technology mm. and that could that could cause major issues. True, but then we've had this discussion before, mm. is that you brought up the PC. PC developers have been doing this forever. You know, you have basically, when you're developing for a PC, which is what the PlayStation is, uh, it's just a PC in a box that you plug into your TV, you you, you have two two sets of things to design for. But, like, you know, when you someone's building, like, what's a, what's a real popular PC game that comes out? Um, Civ. Mm-hmm. Civ or... Um, 
something you know something like that, like a PC only game, exclusive game. They how how many different things did they have to keep in mind? And you know what? They all run. But that's but that's not true though. There's so many problems that happen. You know. Sure, there yeah. are there are tons of problems that happen. Yeah. But the majority get the get the job done. Yeah. I and I'm but but we're talking. But there's a difference between an open architecture like a PC. And a closed architecture like a PlayStation. It would make to me. It would make so much more sense. And again, coming from a very untechnical you know, viewpoint, is that you have you, it's still very closed on the PlayStation. You have two things. To, you have two things to, des- uh, to to develop for, like two sets of uh, PlayStations to develop for. That seems so much easier than developing for like a hundred different things on PC where it's an open architecture. You're right. Yeah, but look at the things that happen on games that just come out for one PS4 now glitches and crashes and and bad frame rates and all this stuff that happens now you're asking a developer to develop for that for two different things the, the, to me it's like get the get your ship right with the one thing you got and then go it's not like everything's running perfectly all the time you know and, and so that's that's the problem for me and, and look I, I'm not saying that I think it's a that it's just gonna. This is the worst thing in the world, or this is like completely anti-consumer. I think there are benefits t- to this, and of course, I can see from the other side, especially if you haven't bought a PlayStation Four yet. Being like, cool, I, I got, I'm glad I waited. <laughs> this is better of one coming out, and I don't even, I don't even feel angry for myself about it. Like I'm, like I've had it for a couple of years now. It's brand great. I have no, I have honestly no complaints in the in 99 of the time with my experience on, on the console um would it be nice if something's ran a little better but i have a pc that i can just go to if there's a game that's coming out on both i'm like well dark souls 3 runs at 60 frames a second on the pc I'm, i'll just get it there not everybody has that ability not everybody has multiple consoles and everybody, and everybody has the opportunity to buy to buy multiple versions of a console so i i, I just i try to think from their perspective looking at this and i also think it's a weird it's i know sony's probably so angry because they're like now nobody's gonna buy a freaking PS4 between now and whenever this new one comes out. A common discussion that you and I always have is we are in the minority. Oh yeah, of course. Of people who who get online and read about this mm-hmm. stuff, and everyone who's listening to this podcast, that's crazy. But how many millions of people do not pay attention to anything that goes on in the video game corner of the universe, and just is like. I'm going to go buy my son a PS4 mm-hmm. and just walks into the store and buys it. Yeah. Except It'll, when they get that GameStop employee, is like, you know what? There's a new PS4 coming out in a couple GameStop of months. Most GameStop employees know extremely little. <laughs> um, but absolutely. But what I will say is that if these things catch on in like some mainstream press, then they don't go away. Like look at the Xbox stuff, the Xbox One stuff. There are still people who think that it's always online. You can't you play used games. But that was because of an official announcement. I know, but I'm saying, but it got out there. And mm-hmm. I'm just saying if, if, if this thing gets out there, it can cause very bad hearts and minds press for them, and so I think they need to they get, need to out, get there. out there. They need to get out there before E three now. Yeah, and just have a have a have an announcement, have a little mini event, whatever they're gonna do. But they need to at least talk to people and not pretend like nobody knows what what what's going on. Why do you think they're doing this? The half step. Yeah. Why Why are they making this console? Um, I think because a I think they want to um make more money because now now they can. They can have they can keep the PS4 at four hundred dollars, um, and then lower the price on the other one. Other one, but they can still have a four hundred dollar priced PS4 SKU. I also think that from the start of when this console came out, people were like, "This thing's a little underpowered for where we are as far as like the PC market goes." You know, because traditionally when the consoles come out, they're they're pretty much like they're kind of like this is a really great machine. This is the best bang for your buck you could possibly get, kind of thing. You know, 
Um, and then the PCs catch up and pass it along the console cycle. But when the PS4 and Xbox One launched, it was like, these are good, but most the kind of mid-range PCs are already better than them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's I think that's the issue. I think that they started farther behind the eight ball than they normally would. And so now they're trying to at least get to that place where they're sort of there. And I also think I, you know, again, it's a totally different market or, and, and it's a totally different like thing probably because they're crazy, but Nintendo is going to release a new console in the next year. And if that thing has, what we're hearing, it has pretty good guts in it. That's the rumor that it has like beyond PS4, Xbox one, uh, guts in it. Um, that's gotta be a little bit of a, 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 a thought in their mind. Do you think they really view Nintendo as a competitor at this point? I think they absolutely do. I think I think that the thing is like regardless of they go to different audiences. If they come, if Nintendo has another Wii situation, if Nintendo's selling a hundred million units of their console, that affects the other the other sure. guys. Absolutely, you know, th- th- you're right. It doesn't matter, and especially if you sort of if the rumors are swirling tend to be true where it's going to be a much more open platform that it's going to work on architecture that's much easier for people to develop with that they're actually going to go after being say to people look. We we have just as good architecture as them is not better. Your third party games can run here super easy. There's no like weird shit you have to do to get it to run on this thing. Yeah, if they go get the third parties back. Yeah, I mean if and it comes out of it, I I I guarantee you that those two other guys are can help but be nervous if they go. You can play everything on here, and you can play Mario. You know, and and people are gonna be like, oh okay, like there there's something about brand names like Nintendo when how many mistakes they make along the way that that people hear that name and it's like Disney, you know, it's like that. They, if all things are equal, I'll get this one, you know? And I think that there's gotta be some nerves there, but I think it's mostly because of this whole starting behind the eight ball thing and they want to catch up. So if, if they did this right and they release a console and then three years later, they release another, like, you know, a half step. And then three years after that, they introduce like a big step forward. Mm -hmm. And then three years after that, another half step and everything worked and was copacetic and, you know, you know they they keep the platforms unified and it's just it runs a little bit better it looks a little bit nicer mm-hmm. for the half steps and then the the full step forward comes a full like six seven years six six and a half years seven after the release of the console and everything worked would you have a problem with it no as long as as long because at that point you set up a precedent right and that way when i know when i buy my ps4 that there's a couple and pretty soon there's another one coming along the pike it's just like when you buy a phone and you're like Okay, I'm not going to buy my phone yet because I know in September they're going to announce the new phone and then I'll get my phone because I want to be on the good cycle or whatever. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like, again, I don't think yearly would ever work for this kind of stuff. No, I, I don't think it, so either. It's a ridiculous thing to do, but I think that as long as they set a precedent and, and they're and they're upfront about what the process will be like, I think it's fine. I don't think they'll keep doing half steps for a long time because I feel like they they're gonna want to. They need at some point to push out the bottom rung, or the games will never get. They'll they'll they'll, they'll, they'll keep falling behind because no one will be able to develop at the highest uh, fidelity because they're so worried about the the little guy, you know, the guy who was like the shitty PS4. Now here's the thing that that giant bomb. Uh, Giant Bomb brought up that was a good point. Like, we're on a PC architecture now, and before we weren't. So, it's like that's the reason why there's no backwards compatibility right. on the PS4 mm-hmm. because the cell was a monster. Yeah. And the Xbox 360 is doing some sort of magic to make it work, but they, right. didn't, they weren't running something like the cell. Right. Um, or the Xbox One is with mm. the backwards compatibility. So, what if 
you have your PS4, and six years out, you have PS5, and mm-hmm. in between, you have the half step, mm-hmm. right? And the one once the PS5 comes out, you know, they do what they did with the Xbox 360. It's just kind of like, okay, then you just you cut it off. But because we're on this PC architecture, be like, okay, you go buy the new box now. All your old stuff is playable. Yeah, and I think that... I, 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 that's that's when you cut the that's that if, if that was the case that's when you close close the door. Yeah, you say all the new st- all the old stuff still works, but all the new stuff won't work on the old stuff anymore. That's fine. I mean, but that's what we that's what we've been doing, right? That's like the that's the loop that yeah. we've been on, um, and they have to do that eventually because you can't. But in that way, they could continue to do half steps if they wanted to. Yeah, but I but I think once but uh, but I do think that you're gonna have a hard time. You're gonna have a hard time selling a whole uh, like a PlayStation Five to somebody. If it's like, it's not that much better than the PlayStation Four. There, there will be there will be people who are like I have to play the new stuff because I have to be in a play. But but there will be people who are like it doesn't look that much better. Like what what am I paying another four hundred dollars for? It's got to be no. It has to be a full step forward. Yeah, it's got to be so a major step. It's got to be. But that's what I'm saying is that's what the half step is for. So the that for people who don't buy the four uh, the four point five and stick with the four and they jump to five, it's going to be a major leap forward. Like a probably a ma- a very major leap forward. Who's to say though that the five, the, the the point five, to the five is you know it's it's a substantial step forward, but it does it's not going to be that same jump. It has to be a huge jump. It has to blow it out of the water. All right. So even say let, let let's say you're right, and that's the case, and the four point five to the five is like a huge deal. Well, then you're fine. Then then the people who are fine going on the every three year life on, on the three year life cycle move to the next biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. But again, right now we're not. We're, this is all. It's all hypothetical. We're not in this three-year loop yet. See, the thing is, I I think there's no point to them doing this 0.5 thing unless this is the plan for the foreseeable future. Unless it just bombs right, like yeah. considerably. Yeah, which is because possible. why 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 do it? Like, yes, we are breaking. We are breaking the mold. We are deviating from the path by doing this. If this is not going to be the future coming going forward. What is the point of this? Mm. You know, if this is going to stir up negative publicity or get you know bad feelings in, if it's not, if if people they can't grab people and be like, look, this is the way the console cycle is going. The Xbox is also going to go this way. The Wii U is only three or four years old. They're coming out with a new console. Mm-hmm. There's no point in them doing this just once, right? No, you're right. Unless it fails. Unless, unless, sure. Unless it just crashes so hard. That they 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 don't come out with a a good reason for it, but like I I, I like to lean on the optimistic side. Mm-hmm. I like to think that Sony has an idea of what they're doing now for the first time in God knows how long. The PS4 is a runaway success. Um, they are in the lead. So if you were in the lead with the market share, and you know what your gambles cost you in the past, and you know the the PlayStation division is what's keeping Sony afloat at the moment. Um, you better have a goddamn reason, a good reason for doing this. Yeah. And then if this is going to be the way, you have to show people that this is the way. But I don't think this is a, like, here's a one-time thing that 20 years from now will be like, remember when PlayStation came out with a weird like .5 console yeah. out of nowhere? <laughs> I think 20 years from now, we will be on a, a life, like a a much shorter life cycle. I mean, 20 years from now, who knows? We could be, right, right, we could right. be every other year at that point. Right. I, and I think that Chuck does a point though too. I think there is probably other divisions of Sony being like, we need to get this 4K stuff out there because it's important for the future of our company. And, and but they've always done this. It's always been like, okay, we're gonna have Blu-ray in the PS3. We have DVD in the in the in the PlayStation 2. We have CD player in the PlayStation One. They've always pushed other technologies into this stuff. No, Giant Bomb also talked about and like I'm not paying attention to what's going on with 4K yet. Mm-hmm. Like 
I just bought a TV a couple of years ago. I'm eventually going to get a 4K mm-hmm. TV, especially because my TV upstairs is going. Right. Uh, and but it, like, it'll be the only ones that are out at a certain yeah, point. I mean, sure, you can get one. I see them all the time now. If you're on like Kotaku or something, mm-hmm. they'll be like, Daily Deals, amazing TV, 800 bucks, 4K, 55 inches. And it's like, I keep thinking about it. <laughs> but we don't know if it's shipping with that 4K Blu-ray player right. on the inside. Well, it's not going to. It's, you don't think it's going to? I, well, I guess it could ship with a... I guess it could because you don't necessarily... You, they won't be shipping games on on any 4K Blu-rays because they won't run on the other yeah. other machine. Um, but yeah, they could put the Blu-ray player in there. I think they then, they will have to. And then it's a thing of well, well, I could go to Best Buy enough. I could, if you're an, a TV aficionado yes. and you like you like doing that stuff, it's like that's how I got that's how I got a PlayStation. That's how mm-hmm. I convinced my wife to let me get a PS3 after mm-hmm. I got 360. It's like we want this Blu-ray player thing. It's the newest thing. Look, it comes in the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And then it's a thing where it's like. You are buying it, then you're getting like, okay, I want the newest, best thing for TV. It all also happens to be in a PS4, yes. whatever. Sony has been very smart about that always, which is that we'll make the cheapest, the, the cheapest one of these players, the Blu-ray player, DVD player, whatever, in this box that's also a, a game machine. A game machine. Um, and that will put it in people's houses. Absolutely. Because well, when the PS3 came out, even though, well, once that first price drop happened, it was still like, this is pretty much the cheapest Blu-ray player you can yeah. buy. So, yeah, it's smart. If they have the 4K Blu-ray player in there and it's, you know, it's like, I can put $400 for this thing that's a Blu-ray player and a game console, or I can spend $400 just on this Blu-ray player, yeah, you'd pick the, the PS4, yes. And that's very smart for them in the consumer electronics sort of world. That, that Of course, that's a big part of Sony's business. I just think that the the, the optics on it are going to be very important. And that's the thing I'm I'm most curious about. What happens? We we do agree on the fact though that they have to they have to come out soon and very strongly um, with their message on yes. why they're doing this. Yeah, they because have to reassure people. They, they have to do that. Um, they have to like same thing as what Giant Bomb said. They have to they have to be able to get out there and be like, you know, this we're not leaving the we're not leaving PS4 behind. But this is why you need this, yeah. and you have to make that message work and show people like why you're doing this yeah. and then convince hearts and minds yeah like me like it doesn't bother me but i know i'm an outlier because i've seen all the reaction and most people are, are pissed and angry and stuff and I, I realize i am an outlier on this but they have to be able to convince not me but those people yeah totally absolutely we'll see it's gonna be interesting oh man it's what a crazy time it's crazy crazy time yes yeah but i think the so we, i told you we'd be fine we did like an hour just on that yeah <laughs> I was thinking like I don't think we're gonna be able to talk for an hour and Bobby's like no we're gonna be able to talk for an hour don't worry <laughs> I knew we'd have a lot, a lot to talk about it with but uh, thank you to everybody who, who wrote in and, and gave us some feedback on on the idea of, of the, the new PlayStation half step um, so agree to disagree is on the Talking Games feed obviously if you're listening to it there um, you're already subscribed so thank you very much if you're not if you're listening on the website um, or um, in another way, which I don't know what other way that would be, but if you have some other spooky podcast listening ways, uh, subscribe to the feed. Uh, <laughs> you're at Game Talk uh, every every week of the month. Um, uh, if you want to get in touch with the Talking Games in general, it's talking un- at Talking underscore Games. Um, you know, of course, we're part of the Talking Comics family at Talking Comics on on Twitter. Uh, for that, I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter. Justin, I am at Jorok J O R O E K. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for episode two of Agree to Disagree. It was sort of like a hour-long part Giant Bomb commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we said Giant Bomb as much on this podcast as we do just when we're talking to each other I, in real life. I never want... You know what I, I'm always afraid of? Um, because it's I plainly obvious both of us like Giant Bomb. Yeah. Um, 
I never want somebody who listens to Giant Bomb be like, they're just copying whatever the Giant of course, Bomb guys yeah, are yeah. saying. Yeah. And so I've had people come up to me like, you don't have to mention Giant Bomb every time that you win. And I'm like, no, I kind of do because I don't want people to think I'm just plagiarizing what they say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They are very popular. Yeah, and of course, this was very centric on them because they broke the yeah, story. Yeah, they broke the story. They broke the story. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be it for Agree to Disagree episode two. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bobby. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye.